Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code Radio RF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll free helpline at 1 Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Hey there, this is Zachary. And I'm Jay, the host of Fear and There. Thanks so much for listening to the following podcast on Public House Media. Everybody, it's No Filter Friday on Public House Media, and we are out here, sans filter. I wish I could show you more of this, like I really do. Podcast guests, you're absolutely missing out. I mean, look at the fabulousness. Look at it. Anyway, I kind of feel like Ice Cube Today Was a Good Day should be the official theme song of this of this show, because... I feel like every time I look at Me Too news now, um, at least within the United States anyway, uh, you know, other countries still have some, have some work to do, but like, man, today is a good day. Conviction after conviction, charge after charge, and these prison sentences, these prison sentences are fabulous. Hello, people coming in. I think that's Dylan and maybe Stacy. I don't know, but leave me a comment. It's Brittany. Hello, Brittany. And so everybody else is coming in. Hello, people coming in. I mean, look at this. Look at the spectacularness. It's so calm out here right now. <sighs> I know it's supposed to be a nighttime show, but, but I'm on the other side of the world, so... Technically, I'm doing the show from the future because it's Saturday morning, not Friday night. But it's Friday night for you. And that's, you know, at least we got it half right. Anyway, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful news has happened. I am in the Maldives. Check the Instagram because it's epic. Epic. And the reason why I'm doing the show a little bit off today is because I got to go get on the dive boat. Um, like a half an hour after I'm supposed to do the show, so that's not really enough time. So I'm sitting with you here on my my hammock above the ocean, and we're going to talk about wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. So wonderful pieces of news have come down this week. Keith Rainier, who is the leader of the Nexium cult, um, I've done a couple shows about him. He had a self-help compound group thing up in Albany was where they were based out of it, out of Albany, New York. And then they also had other branches, I guess you could say, in um, Canada and Mexico. Sounds like international sex trade to me, doesn't it? Sounds like, I mean, I'm sure it sounds like that to you too. Anyway, so he got in a bunch of trouble with um, the lady who is the heiress to the Seagram's liquor fortune got in a bunch of trouble with her and allison mack who is an actress on smallville and some other people too but those are the people that you're gonna know is allison mack and the lady who's the heiress to seagram's so what had happened was is they had this self-help group where you had to pay thousands of dollars to get into these like self-help like camps basically and 
he ended up taking a bunch of these girls as sex slaves, some of which were underage, a lot of which were underage, and then branding him with his initials and all, I mean, just like Kool-Aid and Nike shoes crazy, okay? Just absolutely buck nutty. And the woman, oh, well, hold on. And the woman who is the heir to the Seagram's uh, fortune was using her, like, family money to, like, legally suppress, like, defectors of the Nexium cult, right? So she got sentenced to seven years in prison. Well, lo and behold, this week, they finally finished the trial for Keith Rainier, who was the head of this crazy nonsense and branding girls with his initials and taking them as sex slaves and this, that, and the other thing. Um, obviously internationally trafficking. And he's been sentenced to 120 years. How amazing is that? So he's going to die in prison. Good for him. And I was reading some of the notes from the trial and how the judge was just like, I, I can't with this dude. Like the judge lost his ability to even, which I don't blame him. Like I think a lot of judges do, but this, this judge was particularly expressive about it. Um, but what I thought was really, really disgusting and an overall theme, because it's really easy to be happy that somebody like this is getting 120 years in prison. He's going to die there. Um, the gross underbelly of this is that he said in court that he feels zero remorse, that he doesn't feel like he did anything wrong. And all of this was consensual, despite the fact that a lot of these girls were minors and didn't have the legal ability to consent. Even with that, he still feels like he did nothing wrong, which is why he pleaded not guilty. And then they had to overwhelm the prosecution had to overwhelm, um, the court with evidence to the contrary, obviously, which is reflected in his sentence. Um, speaking of sentencing, the woman who's also in prison for seven years, the prosecution only asked for five and the judge was so overwhelmed with evidence against her. He sentenced her to seven, seven. Like, what do you have to do to get go? Like, it's one thing to get less than the prosecution asked for, but to get more, more by almost half. That's, that's unheard of. If you know of a case where the prosecution asked for one one sentence and the judge went above and beyond and gave more, please let me know because I, I need to read about this because that to, I've never heard of this happen before. So that's a new one for me. New one in my books anyway. So Keith Rainier gets 120 years and still, still, and showing remorse in front of a judge in criminal proceedings is like really, really important. Like they really heavily base their opinions and their make their ruling on it. And he's like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. It wouldn't. I mean, I did it, but it wasn't wrong, which is a very, very strange guilty plea. But it just goes to speak to the entitlement and the sociopathy that we're talking about surrounding these kinds of sexual predators. They genuinely feel like they didn't do anything wrong. When you go back on every show that I've done on this, on this of No-Till Filter Friday on Public House Media. Just go through the back catalog. Amazon, Google Play, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, where else? iTunes, all of it. Go back through all of it. And almost every single episode where I'm talking about a case and somebody pleading, there's like a script. Like, my client categorically denies the accusations against him. And it could be anybody that says this. And they all say the same thing. And why? Why is that? Well, I... 
you know, at first I was like, okay, well, they've got these, you know, slimy, grimy, Hollywood, you know, razzle-dazzle pomp and circumstance lawyers, and they all use the same script, and it's all very um, razzle-dazzle, you know, Richard Gere in, in, in Chicago. That's, you know, we're just, you're, you're up here giving a song and dance and playing the game, because really it's a court of public opinion, right? You know, the judge is just, um, is a supporting act in this charade. So I was like, okay, well, this is just like their legal strategy. And then getting into the Ron Jeremy case, Ron Jeremy has been charged with 35 total because this keeps coming and coming and coming and coming for him. Just waves, waves and waves and waves of accusers. So now as of two days ago, he has 35 charges of rape, sexual assault, forced oral copulation, um, and a couple other things <sighs> over the course of 12 victims, which is kind of an interesting split, right? Um, oh good. It's telling me. I, okay, great. Kind of an interesting split, right? Well, as it turns out, um, one of them was a minor. These are have these the the oldest the oldest case or charge that he has against him is from 1996 because it was against a minor that's included in the statute of limitations. He has had other accusers that have formally went to the police, but they were outside the statute of limitations. So 35 cases have been brought charges have been brought against him. So that means that out of the whole sea of accusers, that's what they decided to legally charge him with. And they'll probably, from what I was told, they will probably use, um, those people that were accusers, but outside the statute of limitations, um, are, will be character witnesses sort of in, uh, like the Harvey Weinstein case. Now, with that being said, Jackie Lacey, who is the prosecutor of Los Angeles, the criminal prosecutor of Los Angeles, um, she's up for re-election and it's just, you know, obviously days before that's going to happen. So we may see some changes depending on if Jackie Lacey gets re-elected or not. I think she's doing a bomb job. I've sent her an email <laughs> just as a thank you. Um, but we'll see if that changes anything, if she gets ousted from her prosecutor seat, but I doubt it. I feel like people are pretty happy with it. And, you know, she's really running gunning on this Me Too stuff. Like, thank God for Jackie Lacey. Anyway, so Ron, ye old Ron, the hedgehog, is looking at 330 years in prison if he gets convicted just on his current charges. Now, I don't know if they've got more charges cooking up against him, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. They just probably haven't had the the task force that they have surrounding this is pretty good, but it's there are only so many people. So considering how many people that Ron has touched over the last, even if you just say the last twenty years. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna say thirty just to be safe. The last thirty years have come forward and they've gotten thirty five charges on the books so far. I would say that there's more. Um, but who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens with this, um, prosecutor seat and if Jackie Lacey, um, continues to be the prosecutor for Los Angeles. And we'll also see, um, what happens. But Ron's next court date is December 14th for a preliminary. So we'll see what else that they can, um, 
they can pile on at this point. But his lawyer, Stuart Goldfarb, oh, Stuart Goldfarb, what an interesting, interesting fellow. Um, he still is pleading not guilty for Ron and saying, oh, Ron doesn't feel like he did anything wrong. This was completely consensual with all of these women, which is not true. And one of them that he's been charged with um, was a minor, was also a 15-year-old. It's so funny how 15-year-olds just keep popping up in case after case after case. It's such an interesting age um, to see as a through line through all of these dudes' cases. It's just amazing. Anyway, that's kind of what I thought about Ron this entire time is that he just, you know, he's just, he keeps pleading not guilty because he he just cannot comprehend uh, what's going on around him, which is just oh, entitlement that is out of this world. Absolutely out of this world. So we shall see. We'll see what happens. But Keith Rainier is going to, going to prison for 120 years, and Ron Jeremy is currently, as of today, looking at 330. So today is a good day as far as hashtag me two sentences in the United States go anywhere. So I will see you all later. I have to go return to my true form as a mermaid. And I will see you all next week. Lord only knows what's going to happen. And next week's kind of a busy week for me, but it's going to be really fun. It's going to be fantastic. Check out other shows on Public House Media, like Choose to Rise, all of those like uplifting, fun, not nearly as dark and dirty shows as this. And I will see you all next week. And, you know, give us a rating. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, whatever it is that you use. Give us a rating. Send us some stars. You know, I will see you all next week. Bye, 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 bye.